all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful day out here for me. You're dealing with a lot of issues. Uh, you're dealing with a lot of pain mentally of what's going on around the world today. And I mean specifically around the world. It's a lot going on. A lot going on that we see and a lot going on that we don't see. So I just want to talk about a few things. Stay tuned. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host for Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee, host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Let's let's have some real talk here. I want to talk to the believers, the Christians, the Body of Christ, and I want to talk to the unbelievers, the unsaved. Uh, if you listen to my last episode, I would say I have some stuff coming up that's going to be kind of controversial, and uh, it's going to be uh, uh, involving the mandates that's going on around the United States. I'm going to start with the United States, and I'm going to start in the world in general. Now, I know I have said in the past, I don't like dealing with that. I try to get away from all that, and I do. I take some time off from that, you know, and I'm still taking a lot of time off from that. I don't get into that a lot in my podcast. I have some past episodes when I get into certain things or certain subjects when it's involving the government or when it's involving uh, political issues or politics. Okay. But what I'm going to start off, I'm going to do a series a, a somewhat series on some after effects involving the poking and the jabbing and the vaccines. Now, before your antennas go up and stuff like that, I want you all to understand I'm not doing this because I'm trying to dissuade and I'm trying to talk people out of getting the vaccine. And I'm not trying to talk people into getting the vaccine. But what I'm talking about is many, many going to be hitting the people that already have gotten the vaccine or the poking and jabbing or are thinking about it. So I want to keep it in that way and that point when I, when I talk about this. Now, when I get into these certain things, I'm probably pretty sure I might get banned or censored or put in YouTube jail. So I'm not I'm not interested in going on YouTube or anything like that. This is just something I just need to talk about. It's just something I just need to be bringing out for the ones that's not informed. I like to I like to bring things out and tell the misinformed and the disinformed about what's going on around them if they are not keeping up on things. So these are for the ones that don't get into other 
alternative news or they don't know anything that's really going on behind closed doors. Those are the ones that I'm talking to, which you are the, starting with the body of Christ, Christians, and the unsaved or the wannabes. So this message and my future messages and my future audio guests I will have on here will be talking about certain things dealing with the poking and jabbing the vaccine. Now, you know it's a shame that certain entities and our own government does not even want us talking about side effects of the vaccine. And that should raise a lot of antennas, do you think? Don't you think? That should raise a lot of antennas. Why not? Okay? But how long we're going to stay closed-minded? How long we're going to ignore a lot of things that's really going on. Some some of these things that I'm going to be speaking about, and a lot of time, what what it's not going to be so much me, but I'm going to have some some audio if they haven't taken off YouTube already. But I'm going to have some different audio that I will be presenting on here in a few days. Uh, you know, of people's own testimonies of their own side effects from the vaccine. Now, th- that way, you won't think that I'm just talking and blowing a lot of smoke or just going by my opinion or what I heard. These will be audio testimonies of certain, you know, uh, people that have or are having certain side effects. Before I even get started, let me, I know you hear the helicopter. I'm outside, yes. Remember I used to do all my, most of the, all my, most of my podcasts on Body of Christ we'll talk outside. So I'm outside again in the cool air. It's about 45, 46 degrees and I'm in between jobs now so I will be going to my other job about another couple of hours. So I just got, I just wanted to talk to my listeners and just let them know. I am outside so if you hear certain noises and certain people talking and stuff like that, just remember like I always say, it's not the audio and it's not the radio. It's not the audio, it's not the radio. It's because I'm letting nature take its place, you know. It ain't like I got control over that. Anyway, but anytime you're outside, you're going to hear certain cars or you're going to hear people talking or whatever like that. But right now, it's kind of quiet. I'm here at the lakefront in my hometown of Chicago, Illinois. I'm here at the lakefront, beautiful lakefront. So the, the waters are kind of real nice. They're kind of real quiet. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing. So you're going to hear the wind blowing. You might hear it through the podcast like my uh, my Pre, my, my last podcast when I was first starting out, when I was outside, you're going to hear certain sounds and everything. Not so much the birds because of the winter out here. Like I said, it's about 45 degrees now here in downtown Chicago. And I'm right here at the lakefront on downtown Chicago. Okay. Well, anyway, I wanted to get that out there because the helicopter was going by. And you probably said, man, where you at? That's where I'm at. I'm on the outside. So you're going to hear those sounds. Well, anyway. What I'm, what I'm, what I'm going to uh, talk about today is basically, you know, what's on my heart. And, uh, you know, there go the sounds. They always come when I get started. Why do things sound off when you get started? <laughs> but anyway, what's been on my heart for the last month or so? And I like to get things off my chest. What I need to, uh, what, I, what I believe needs to be brought into attention for my listeners, you know. Okay. All right, that's enough now, car. Somebody take turn it off now. You know, it gets aggravating. It doesn't take much to aggravate me when it comes to something like that when I'm trying to talk about something important. Well, anyway, uh, it's been a lot of devious nonsense going on with our government. It's been a lot of devious 
mandates and pushing this stuff that they're just poking and jabbing. They've been pushing it pretty hard, you know. And uh, and the ones that's, that, that haven't been paying attention, you need to start paying attention. And I'm talking to Christians, I'm talking to the body of Christ, and I'm talking to the unsaved, whoever's listening to this, you know. I don't know who you are, but if you are listening to this, I think we need to start paying more attention. You need to because I am, you know, and uh, you need to start paying more attention of what's going on around you. After this podcast, I'm going to be doing some audios. I'm going to let people testimony audio. Now, I don't know these people from Adam. I never met them. I don't know where they live at. I don't care to know about that. But these just open testimony and these people are crying out. Uh, about their certain side effects when it comes to the vaccine, you know, to the poking and the jabbing. And it's a shame that you get censored or you get ridiculed not only from the government or Big Pharma or Facebook or YouTube, you know, but you get censored by even some of your own close friends and family and people you know when you talk about the side effects, they look at it like it's a negative thing, you know, and they be sincere about it. But what you have to understand, and this is my point I'm making, any type of medicine, let me go that way, any type of medicine, whether it's an aspirin, whether it's a pill, a drug, or whatever like that, or a liquid, or even a vaccine, their responsibility as big farmer and the makers of these things, it's their responsibility to pre-warn you from the certain side effects. It's come the helicopter again. Oh, that's a beautiful helicopter. And, uh, from the certain side effects that could possibly come with these medicines. Am I correct? Am I stretching too far? Don't you find... That's correct, right? I, I think I believe I'm correct. Because, uh, like I said before, they, they talk about it through commercials and everything. They let certain... They let you know the possible side effects. And how do they know about the side effects? Because it's being proven, I guess, through some people or even if they use it on animals whatever like that, some people have came to them about certain side effects because they wouldn't know about the side effects unless the, the individual didn't report it to them. That's why I believe that's the way it go. I really believe that's the way it go. So that's what I'm that's what I'm talking about. And usually when you buy aspirin, whether it's bare aspirin, whether it's Tylenol, whether it's ibuprofen, whether it's uh, Advil, you know, whether it's uh, Aleve or whatever, you ha- you have a little small print, and literally, I mean a small print. I don't know if they do it on purpose or what, because they know the majority of the people is not going to read it, I really believe. They have certain things, uh, how much to take, don't take this much, or they have a certain paragraph on there tell you of certain side, side effects for pregnant women, for different things you might have, high blood pressure, well, etc. You know, different things like that. They have those pre-warnings of a possible side effect, okay, in their medicines, whatever medicine it is. And it's open to the public. They cannot hide that because they can have lawsuits. So they got you to let you know in advance of certain possible side effects or feelings you might have of taking a certain medicine. Okay. You heard in the past, when you got jabbed, the flu shot. Now, they don't mind you talking about the flu shot and the negativity of a flu shot in the past. I remember that. I used to hear so much about the side effects of a flu shot. 
that's why I was nervous to take one. I wasn't anti against it, you know, but, you know, it was certain reasons I did not take the flu shots because I heard so much of the side effects, man. I don't like feeling weird. I don't like feeling funny. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm very funny and very curious about medicines anyway because of the side effects, you know. You know, not saying they all bad because I just don't like that, that weird feeling when it comes to medicine and stuff like that. So anyway, I always hesitated when I took the flu shot. You know, hear what I'm saying? But I know you guys and young ladies probably heard about the different possible side effects that happens with the flu shots. And it was out there. It wasn't no censorship or nothing like that that I know of, you know, about the flu shots. You just heard a lot of negativity, but they still push the flu shots, you know. Not only of the side effects of the flu shots, but I heard the other side that flu shots just never work. People still got flu. You know, they still got flu. I didn't look at that too much, you know, because I know every medicine is not fair to take the whole problem or to take the whole sickness away. I know that, you know, I, I know that, you know, but the way they push it, you know, they don't they don't really spell it out real well. Some people think it's supposed to take care of the whole thing, you know, far as that, you know, and I know they have most medicines that I know is just like a what they call it is just a. Uh, to, to calm it down, not so much to take it away, not so much to make it disappear. Now, you have some medicines that does do that, but I'm just talking about the flu shots and polio shots or hepatitis or TB or whatever like that. It's not, it's not, it's there to slow it down. Let me give you an example. And myself, I like to use myself. When I worked in a hospital in we all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Mobile, Alabama. When I worked in a hospital in Mobile, Alabama, I worked, and you know you got to get your certain shots and everything. You got to get your blood tests. You got to get your TB uh, shots and all that and everything. That's that's part of how they used to do in the hospital for the COVID thing. That's how they used to do in the hospitals. You know, you have to take those certain tests. And, you know, and I worked in several hospitals. So I know a lot of the protocols and the procedures before working in the hospital, I know what you have to do. And I wasn't afraid of that, the blood tests and nothing like that, you know, because you need to know what's going on in your body, you know. You might be surprised or shocked what's really in your blood, you know, and you trusted the nurse. You trusted your doctor. That was over 10, 15, 20, that was over, yeah, 20 some years ago, you know, going back that far. You really trusted your nurse and your doctor when they done those certain things, correct? You know, some of, some of you guys and ladies can understand what I'm talking about. And anyway, when I took a TB test, 
you know, took the TB skin test. They tell you, you know, uh, one of the signs of uh, you have a tuberculosis when they told me back then was if you get a shot and it swells up, it get that little bubble. And if that bubble don't go down in a few days, that's one of the signs of showing that you have TB or a sign of TB, you know, et cetera, something like that. If that bubble don't go down, you know, or you are, uh, you cannot take the TB test again. You will only have to do chest x-rays in any way because they could find, from what I heard back then, maybe I'm wrong, but they could find back x-ray in your chest and it shows up in your area to prove that you have some type of tuberculosis or a sign of having tuberculosis, okay? And, uh, well, I'm going somewhere. Just stay with me. I'm going somewhere. And therefore, I took those tests. Everything came out fine. Clean bill of health. You know, everything, only thing, the only problem I have is just being overweight. But my health has always been fine. My health has always been fine. So I had a pretty clean bill of health and everything. My blood pressure was pretty good, all of that, you know, because I know high blood pressure runs in my family. So is diabetes. But those things was fine. My diabetes and my blood pressure was fine. I thank God for that and everything, you know, when I first started working in, uh, in the hospital in Mobile, Alabama. But uh, lo and behold, when I transferred, and I don't know if this has anything to do with it, when I transferred about six months later, I started working on the dock and loading trucks with biohazardous waste. So I dealt with bloods, I dealt with needles, I dealt dirty needles and all that stuff. I dealt with that, you know, when I was working in the hospital on the dock, you know, in Mobile, Alabama. And, uh, you know, loading trucks, with loading, loading the dirty laundry, wheeling it and running it down, walking it, mostly running it down to the chute, or helping a guy load it up and stuff like that, and I load a big 18-wheeler truck with biohazardous waste, sometimes in the red cans, and sometimes before they transfer, they change the red cans into boxes and stuff like that, you know, which was a bad thing, because some of that blood would leak right through the boxes, you know, but I ain't gonna get into that. But anyway, I remember a time I was, you know, working on that truck, and I got stuck by a needle so they train you how to you know they take they train you how to uh, look at certain signs you know with the skeleton here and a certain signs biohazardous signs some are worse than others the red and uh, yellow and stuff like that different signs so i learned a little bit of that of when it came to a protocol or different what type of ppes to wear that mean your clothing your gloves your gowns your mask and you know some people wear goggles and stuff like that you know your different type of ppes you have to wear when you worked in a hospital okay but I got stuck one time when I was, you know, you know, lifting up a box and I got stuck by, I don't know if it was just a needle throwaway or it was an unclean needle, but right away you always have to report that. You always have to report that. So I got kind of a little bit nervous. So I reported and everything. They ran tests. They said everything was all right, even though I know I got stuck because it really stung me. Anytime you get stuck from a needle that's supposed to be a dirty needle, something like that, or even if it's a clean needle or a bad needle, threw away, you reported anyway. So I reported and everything was fine. I don't now, but what I'm saying that might not have nothing to do with the other. But when I took a test later on, and I took a TB test, I, my TB came, my my swelling did not go down. And they checked that, uh, you know, and uh, it did not go down. So therefore, they took a chest x-ray. And I didn't have tuberculosis. But I had the virus that causes 
tuberculosis. They said something like that. The virus that causes tuberculosis, which meaning if I can, if I'm, I'm, I'm understanding this right, maybe you have doctors that's listening to me. You probably can understand what I'm trying to go because I'm not too scientifically inclined when it comes to wording and stuff like that, what they mean. Well, anyway, I didn't have the virus, but I had the tuberculosis that, I mean, I had the virus that can cause tuberculosis, you know, so I can from, from down from for the rest of my life from now on, I could not take the shot no more because that might can cause me to get tuberculosis or TB. I can only do the chest x-rays if you follow what I'm saying. Well, anyways, just like they used to say HIV caused AIDS, you know, that's another story of that now. That they said that is not true, but I'm not getting into that. When they used to say HIV was the start of causing, you can have HIV without HIV without having AIDS. It's some, it was something like that back then in the 80s. They used to talk about that, about TB, you know. So what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying right there, that within six months or even a little longer than that, it could be a little longer, I wind up with TB that quick. I changed from good health and, you know, no tuberculosis to a virus that can call tuberculosis. I don't know if I had to do it because I was exposed to all that biohazardous waste or something like that. You know, they gave you pre-warnings and did how to pick up stuff and how to handle stuff and blah, blah, stuff like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, how to do those things. But I wind up with the virus and called to be uh, tuberculosis, which I even have that so-called virus even today. I still can only take chest x-rays. The thing about it, I, so I had to take a little medicine and different things like that, you know, which I don't take anymore because you know how I am about medicines. So I'll let you know. And so I just still am required to only take a chest x-ray. I cannot take another TB shot. I can only take a chest x-ray. Okay, where I'm going with this, Joe, where are you going with that? There was warnings. There was pre-warnings. You know, before I done that. And by me, you know, and I'm usually careful, not being too careful, I got stuck that quick. Did that cause me to have the virus? I don't know, but I know within six months or even longer, I wind up with the, uh, uh, the virus that caused tuberculosis. I don't have tuberculosis, but, you know, if I get another shot, it's another. It's a chance that that can develop into tuberculosis. That's what I'm saying. I cannot take that shot no more. I can only do chest x-rays. If I go to the doctor, he says I have to take a TB test. I cannot take a TB test. I can only take the TB chest x-ray test. That's what I'm dressing for, even today. I'm 57 now. Even today, I have to go that well. Okay. All right. Where I'm going with that, this is where I'm going with that. It was certain things you had to do that was required to work in a hospital. Matter of fact, there was almost a mandate you had to do that. Anybody that worked in the hospital then, there was a mandate that you had to do those certain things. Now, we all heard the TB shots and, you know, hepatitis tests and uh, a different type of pathogen tests, blood pathogen, excuse me, pathogens tests and stuff like that that you hear about today. And there were certain things you had to do, get your blood test and get your TB test because they didn't want that around patients, especially around others, but especially patients. You had to check yourself out or you had to be prepared because you might be around certain patients that have hepatitis uh, A, B, or C or tuberculosis or different things like that, you know. you know. Well, anyway, I was, I was hit with that because I was never afraid that I had something, you know. Fires, probably a little high blood pressure or something like that. So that's something I, that was required for me when I worked in a hospital, you know, that was required. Okay. This is where I'm going. This is where I'm going. I don't remember 
ever having uh, ammunition, uh, uh, what they call that? Uh, Immunization shot when I was little. I know my brother Benny and a lot of them had shot. I don't remember. I don't think I did. You know, even, I, matter of fact, I know I, I didn't have any of those immunization shots, but I never caught anything. Nothing was wrong with me. I was fine. Duh, I was fine. You know, I'm not saying, you know, that was right that I didn't, you know, my parents was wrong. No, I'm not going there. I'm just saying I never had no immunization shots. So I, I never had no no diseases or I never had the chicken pox. I never had the mumps. I never had none of that stuff without the shots. I never had any polio problems, anything like that, uh, according to what they said back then that you had to have to prevent you from getting those things. I never had none of it, and there was a lot of people that I grew up with never had any of those issues. You know, you had a lot of people that had the immunization shots. You know, my point is, did the immunization uh, shots really prevent people from having certain things and certain issues? <laughs> That they didn't have because of the immunization shots, or they wouldn't have had it anyway. I would never know. I would never know if immunization shots prevented someone from getting polio, prevented someone from getting hepatitis, hepatitis, uh, hepatitis, preventing someone from getting tuberculosis, preventing someone from getting all these other things that the schools and the government said that were required to keep you from not getting it. You understand what I'm saying? I would not know. Now, later on down the line, I heard of people having issues that got the immunizations. They start having certain issues that got the immunizations. I never had too much feedback of people not getting certain things, but I heard people getting those things even if they had the immunizations uh, years down the line, which was which is a very strange thing, you know. But I didn't think too much about that. I, I didn't think too much about that. That was because why? The government knows best. That's what I thought then. The government knows best. You know, these 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 school doctors and governments knows best. They know what's best for you. It was never explained. Was it working or not? You know, I don't have no feedback on that. Maybe somebody else. I'm just talking about me. Maybe you got some information that helped you out. I'm not saying and I'm not here to be an anti-vaxxer. I'm not here to be a pro-vaxxer. I'm in between on that when it comes to vaccination. But what I'm just saying, is it really working. Did they really work the immunization shots? I don't know because I never had it, but I always heard the negative parts about them. All the immunizations I mostly heard about, it was all, not always, but it was a lot of somewhat side effects and different things like that. And they left certain things on the public and sometimes they did not, you know, let, uh, they didn't want, you know, you know, let certain things out that there could be a certain side effect. When you get these type of shots or whatever like that. Now, I'm not speaking as a doctor. I'm not speaking as nobody. I'm just speaking as a layman. I'm just using myself. You know, I'm just being real. Just like some of the audio guests I'm going to have on there, they don't claim to be nothing. Some of them have certain degrees and certain things. I don't have nothing. I just, I'm just going through my own experience when it comes to imm- I never, I don't remember ever having immunization shots. Sometimes you can see the certain knots on your arm or the certain holes where you've been poked. You know, blah, 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 something like that. Okay. I don't even have, know how many you used to get. But just a few years ago, 
when this 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 pandemic came out, when this COVID started and everything like that, you know. And uh, and it brought a lot of fear to everyone. And this is a legit fear because this this no one understood. I didn't even know what a COVID nineteen was. I don't even know where the name came from. But when it started coming out, they brought. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday your home is more than the sum of its parts and creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products that's why the experts at ferguson bath kitchen and lighting gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are bring your vision to us schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like monogram at build.com ferguson A lot of fear to myself, and it brought a lot of fear to others. Okay, and uh, well, anyway, folks, this is my introduction. What I'm, what I'm going to be talking about in the series in the future uh, about what you know, and letting people just have their own, you know, uh, you know, uh, be talking about their own experience and what they they've been dealing with, you know, with the, the, this poking and jabbing, you know. But anyway, what I'm saying is, when when the attack. Or when the pandemic first started, it brought a lot of fear. Then after that, you had the lockdown, you had everything like that. I respected that, but at the same time, I was fearful. At the same time, I was fearful and everything. But I, I understood the lockdown, and I understood everything like that, you know. And uh, I hope you all hear me well, because I got a lot of traffic coming by me. And everybody's walking this way, so I hope you all hear me well. And uh, I didn't understand it. But later on down the line, I started listening to certain people on the other side that talks about the vaccines and they talk about different things like that. Then I got an ebook, which I never read it all the way through. It seemed like my patience of reading is just got bad, <laughs> which I didn't read all the way through, but I read some of the things. I didn't know no history about the vaccines or anything like that. So I thought it was okay for me to educate myself on that. I didn't think it'd be a problem. I, I need to educate myself on that because there's a lot of things I don't know about vaccines or the science of vaccines. I need to educate myself on that. You know, all the history of vaccines. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to start reading more about the history of vaccines, why the vaccines exist, you know, some things I read, some things I just forget. But I got to just start writing things down and get the gist, you know, and I have somewhat of a gist of how the vaccines and what started the vaccine. It's amazing story today that a lot of you just do not know nothing about, okay? What 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 started the vaccines? You can look that stuff up for yourself, you know, but it just who it depends who you look it up from because it's a lot of suppression going on that they don't want you to know the truth about certain things. Well, well, anyway, you know, I started looking into those things and I just started, you know, somewhat studying those things myself. And believe me, the more educated you are about certain things, the better decision you can make. Let me say that again. The more educated you are about certain things, people, body of Christ and unbelievers, the more better and prepare you are when you make a certain decision when it comes to your body 
Follow what I'm saying when it comes to your body. It's no different a body of Christ when you read the Bible. The more you study the Bible, the more you let the Holy Spirit teach you what the Bible is saying, the more you rightly divide God's word, you are better equipped and you won't fall for any type of doctrine or any type of junk. You know, even that knowledge could bring you, make you somewhat arrogant because you know so much and you know what God's word is really saying. But you always got to watch that. You got to humble yourself and let the Holy Spirit strengthen you in that way, you know. But the more, not, but my point is, the more knowledge you know about things, you know, and about medicine, it prepares you, it, it knocks away the shock factor. That's what I'm saying. Because you prepare and you can make better decisions. And if you really put your mind to it, you won't base a lot of things and do a lot of things because of fear. You see what I'm saying? You won't do a lot of things against your body because of fear when you know it's wrong to do and you do it anyway. Now, what I'm not saying, I'm going to put this point because, you know, what I am not saying, I'm not saying if you talk with a vaccine that something is going to happen to you or you're going to get sick or you're going to die. I'm not, no, I am not saying that. You know, that's your choice. What I am saying is educate yourself because this is a fact. They're not going to educate, government is not going to educate you completely. They're going to mainly going to talk about the good positive things of why you should take the vaccine. Not if it's really been proven to work because it has not never been proven that it works. Really no vaccine really has that I know of. Probably some out there but that I know of. And when you start saying it's 87 or 95% proof or effective of helping you but at the same time, you still got to wear your mask. At the same time, in some areas, you still got to do social distancing. Distancing, and the, what what what, what uh, hits everything and just makes my hat fall off is you still are getting sick, even a minor cold. So therefore, if you can still get a cold, and if you can still get a flu, how with a mask on? How in the world that's going to stop you from getting this COVID? You see, that, that, that's my point. It's common sense to me. It's common sense to me. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, the same with the flu. We're well, saying with any other medicine. If I'm taking a Tylenol, and I know I have proof Tylenol works because when I get a headache, I take a Tylenol, my headache go away. Now, will it deliver me from my symptoms? I'm educated. No, no, I know, but it can take that headache away. Headache can be caused by different things, stress or what you ate or, you know, different things or whatever. Headaches are caused by a lot of things besides something severe. You know, let me say that again. You can get a headache just being stressed out. You can get a headache just being too tired. You can get a headache or something you ate or something you drank. So you can get a headache, but sometimes you pop a Tylenol or Advil or Aleve or Ibuprofen or anything that that's, that's, that you like taking. I like taking Aleve. It, I have faith in that medicine and make it go away. The subsiding, you know. Now, if I have continued headaches and I have 
um, it, it don't take away my head and comes right back. I know it's something probably more serious if it just goes on for weeks and weeks and weeks. I know it's something more serious and I need to get that checked out and everything, see? But I'm just saying, basically, we know these medicines work. We also know that them having on the bottles or on the packages the possible and commercials the possible side effects that go along with these certain tablets or drugs that you take. Some people cannot take certain medicines and some people, you know, can. You got to know your body. You don't have to be a doctor to know your body. You know, yes, doctors can help you to understand a lot of things like they used to, but you need to understand your body yourself. You need to understand that there's certain natural things that you can do. It's a lot of things God made by nature that you can take that will take care and heal a lot of things. But we have been programmed to believe Big Pharma or the pharmaceuticals more than what the Bible said that can, uh, that's good for healing. Now, this is just true. We have to put more faith in Big Pharma, you know, more than the Word of God or more than the natural plants that's out there. We have more faith in drugs. We have more faith in pills. We have more faith in certain vitamins and different things like that, which is good. You know, I'm not, I'm not knocking this. We have more faith in that than natural herbs that was made for us. And now, I'm not saying God is knocking medicines and whatever like that, because some of these medicines was made by certain herbs and different things and plants like that. I know that. I know that, you know, but I'm just saying when it comes to big farmer, they choose drugs over vitamins and natural plants, period. Why? It has to do with money. I'm just put it that way. And you all know that it has to do with money. See, you know, but anyway, I'm a, I'm a talk a few more minutes, but this is like my introduction to my series and I'm going to get into something I, I didn't, I was kind of contemplating should I, but I'm just tired of all of the fakeness. I'm just tired of all of the lying. I'm just tired of all the things that people are being, uh, let me put it this way. I've been accused of, you know, but nothing has been done. If I was doing that or somebody was doing some of the things that some of the people in the government was doing or the so-called doctors was doing, you know, Dr. Fauci and all them are accused of doing. I have no proof of that, but they are accused of doing. I will be under the jail. You will be under the jail. That's all I'm saying. You know, so I, so I don't listen to a lot of stuff about, yeah, we found out about this person. I'm just saying, man, where's the indictments? If you got something against someone, prove it by indicting them. If you got some something uh, on this person or persons, prove it by indicting them or something. All this talk, all this lip services. I'm just tired of a lot of lip service. I'm not saying that when it comes to the church, when it comes to going to church or whatever. I'm tired of lip service. I'm tired of all this just lip service. Don't mean nothing. Lip service to me don't mean nothing no more. Whether it's the church. And what I mean by church, I'm talking about church building. I'm not, I'm not talking about the body of Christ. But I'm just talking about religion. We put it that way, religion. I'm, I'm burnt out of religion, man. Don't, don't even come me with religion. I'm very impatient when it comes to religion and lip service. Man, no, no, stay with me with that. I, that's why I don't go with all these sayings and all these whatever. If you do this, just say amen and blah, blah, blah. I can't handle it no more, man. 
I'm tired of lip service. I grew up in denominations. Man, I grew up. I've been portrayed too much. You know, I, I even portrayed some others, not even knowing it. I just can't do it no more. You know, and that's how I am with churches and religion. I'm the same way now when it comes to our so-called government. Period. I, I'm done. I'm just bewildered. I don't care what side you're on or what you believe in. I'm done myself with that. You know, I have zero trust in the Democratic Party. I have zero trust in the Democratic Party because I don't have to because of what the policies they are passing. I have a 50 percent trust in the Republican Party because of their weakness and because of their rhino ways and because they don't do nothing. They're just a lot of talk when they don't do nothing. And also because they're also part of the problem because they're selling out. So that little 50 percent chance is at a level that I wouldn't even vote for until they prove to me that they're going to do what they say they're going to do. That's that's just that's where I stand when it comes to politics. That's why I stand when it comes to the Democratic and the Republican Party. If it came to a life and death situation, let me put it this way. If it came to a life and death situation and I had a party to vote for between the Republicans and the Democrats, flying colors, it'd be the Republican. Not because of the name, it's because of their politics and their policies and what they stand for. Remember, I always say I'm a policy person. I'm a policy person. Their policy just fits me more better than a democratic policy or where a democratic policy used to be. They're more far left now, you know. But if it came to a life and death situation, I'm not saying I never, I will. But if it came to that choice, I will vote Republican or independent over a Democrat because of the top elite and the way they're going now, you know. But that's another story. Like I said, I'm not here to talk about Democrats and Republicans, Republicans, Democrats. But they're part of their big problem of the issues that's going on, going on now, especially the Democratic Party is became so far left. They're socialists now. They're, they're close to becoming a communist party. Some of the things they're throwing out there is communist. They're no different than China. They're no different the way Russia used to be or secretly still are. They're no different than the policies of North Korea. They're no different than what Germany done with Hitler and all them. They're no different what Mao used to do or Mussolini. The, the, what they're doing now and the policies they're throwing out, not only with the mandates, is a form of dictatorship. It's a form of communism, period. You might not like that, but that's because you ain't paying attention to those things. You're too stuck in party or stuck in your Bible saying, I'm just going to pray like everything going away. Stop thinking all this is because of Trump and the Republicans. Now, I'm not putting, I'm not lifting up Trump and anything like that because there's some things that he have done I just do not like. I don't put my trust in no Trump, but I would, I would vote for a Trump over Biden if I did vote. It would be most definitely over a Biden because of policies. That's it with me. Not because of liking a Trump and disliking Biden. I dis I like Trump's policies and I hate Biden's policies. Period. I'm a policy person. I don't care how they look, how they smell, or how fat or skinny they are. You know, I'm a policy person. Period. Period. And you should too, Body Christ. You should be a policy person if you're a voter. I'm just talking about the ones that votes. You know, I don't care less about voting now. You don't. You ain't got the like that. 
I know I hear the story, you know, it's go, it might be your vote that messed up. And y'all, man, the way this system is messed up now, I do not trust the machines. I do not trust the system, okay? I'm ranting now. Sorry, y'all, but I just have to get that out there. I'm ranting now, you know. But anyway, okay. I, to, make a, to make that short story long, <laughs> to make the short story long, when it comes down to what's going on with this mandating jabbing and poking, I'm 100% against that. I'm 100% against that. Why? Because of the agenda why they're doing it. I'm not going to get into that now. It's because their agenda is not for us. It's not for the right. It's not for the left. It's most definitely not for the Christian. It's not for the black. It's not for the white. They can care less about racism, but they use racism to move their agenda. So it has nothing, because they care not, They care less about color, white, black, or whatever, Asian, Hispanic, they care less about race. It's about a one-world takeover. It's about a depopulation. That's what this is about. So this is what I'm talking about. I know I, I said I, say I won't go get into these certain things, but this, I feel in my heart, and I'm not basing everything on my feelings, but I feel in my heart I need to speak to the ones that that's uneducated and don't have any information on what's really going on. So I'm going to start doing some audio videos, if they're still up, and I'm going to start presenting it here on my podcast and let you hear from some of the people's mouths of their suffering by taking this jab and then poking up these vaccines now you can make your own choice about it but what i want to say before i go some of you took the jab and the poke and that's your choice some of you took that and that's your choice and some of you feel fine some of you feel well you know that's good i am glad for you some of you feel fine and some of you feel well but what i want to speak on is the ones that know Ever since they've done that jabbing and poking, things have not been right, whether it's physically or mentally. Those are the one body of Christ Christians that I want to talk to. If you backtrack and put one and two together, you know your body probably have changed. And these are only for the ones that's been feeling not so good or been hurting or whether it's from their arm or whatever like that. You know, listen to what I'm saying. I'm not trying to put you down to anything like that. I just want you to look at your own, listen to your own body. Your body is a very important part. We don't listen to our own body enough. Backtrack while you start getting sick all of a sudden. Did you take the poke and the jabbing? It could be a coincidence. How would you know? You don't check into it. See, you know you've been feeling weird after you tuck that poking and jabbing. You know that. See, I'm not saying this as an anti-vaxxer or a pro-vaxxer. I'm just saying you know something's different. And these are only for the ones that feel something. Or you might feel different mentally. It's, does, it doesn't, it's not physically all the time. What I'm just saying to your body of Christ, the church, be honest with yourself. It might not even be nothing to it, but I'm just saying be honest with yourself because I know what's going on. I'm not saying as, uh, as being a bragger, but I know what's really going on. 
an agenda for this. You might not agree with me. You might not even want to hear me no more. But you might call me a conspiracy theory. I'm so tired of hearing that. When most, a lot of conspiracies that are being told about certain things are true. They might have been exaggerated or to the extreme. I'm not into the extreme. I can't stand extremeness. I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not all into the exaggeration. I like proof. I like to hear it out of the people's mouths themselves, whether they telling the truth or not. I don't know, but I'll let you hear their word out of their own mouths yourselves, you know. But I have my reason why I'm not going to take the jab, you know, and you have your reason. It's really none of your business why. You know, but if you want to have an honest talk, yeah, we could talk about it. But it's really none of your business. Why? Because some of you ain't going ain't go to understand it and ain't going to accept it anyway. you go going to call it conspiracy or fear. Yeah, I fear for my body. You're you right. I fear what I put in my body, what I don't know nothing about, and what I feel I don't need to put it in my body if it's not going to protect me from nothing that's supposed to be hurting me anyway. Remember, I said supposed to. It hasn't been proven that it even slows nothing down. It's too many examples out there that people are still getting sick with this COVID or this so-called COVID. I'm going to go that way and still getting sick. Why? They took the first, second or third shot. Some worse than others. People, some people even passed away and died. But I'm not going to get into that now. I, I got some stuff that a lot of you probably never heard of that is being suppressed and kept from the public. But it's a lot of other side of alternative that's telling you the truth, real truth, not to the extreme. But some of this stuff is truth that's really happening to a lot of people. That's my concern. Not your politics, not your opinions, but let's hear it from some people that's really having some issues. You know, you also got people that's feeling okay. So don't get me wrong when I'm saying that. I just want to talk to the ones that have certain... And the reason I'm saying that is because why is so much suppression and so much negativity when somebody talk about side effects for this certain poking and jabbing? Why? Compared to others. Why? That's my problem. Why? That should make your antennas go up, church, if you're involved in that. That should make, if your pastor missing, uh, teaching it or whatever like that, or pushing it, find out why. How could you see in church talk about faith and talk about the miracles and healing of God? All you got to do is this, but you taking certain things that you know nothing about because of fear. It has not been proven. You taking something that has not been proven. You say, well, Joe, you take Tylenols or whatever. But Tylenols and all this other, a lot of this stuff been proven. I have taken, it has healed me, not healed me, but it took away some of the issues. I know it ain't going to completely heal me. I know that much because I know that much about, you know, science. I know that little bit. The majority of the things you take, to take it takes care of the pain, but it doesn't mean it healed it. And then you got some medicines that does heal you. But I, I know about Tylenols or whatever like that. I pop it in there and I just take it away. Yes, I have faith that it's going to take away that headache, but I know if it doesn't, I know it nine, t- nine times out of ten or so, it's something even worse. I know that. So those medicine has been proven. This latest one has not. Period. You do your research. It has not been proven to stop you from getting this virus. And I'm going to leave it at that. Just think about what I said. Research. Please. Research. 
this is not me against you. This is not anti-vax against, you know, pro-vax and nothing like that. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with common sense. Just research and find out things yourself. You do not have to take things or do things. I don't care if it's a relationship. I don't care if it's a certain food. I don't care what it is or even taking a plane. You don't have to stop doing things or do things because of fear. Fear brings phobia. Fear brings panic attacks. Fear brings anxiety. And it's all just a shadow. Majority of it is not real. It's just fear. Okay? Fear is very powerful, body of Christ. Fear is very powerful. Okay. I'm going to end that with that. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I hope what I'm saying is going to touch someone's ears. Lord, help me to say the right thing. I don't know everything, and I don't want to speculate. I try to be very careful, so I'm just trying to go by experience and by proof from others what's really going on in our world. I'm not doing this because of fear, but we need to be alert about, not because I'm afraid, but I just think people need to be educated, including myself, and what's going on around us, and that helps us to prepare ourselves. Father, I pray for the ones that's listening to me. I pray for the body of Christ. I I pray for the ones that know they're feeling sick because after they have tucked that certain poking and jabbing, but they're afraid to even bring it up because of embarrassment or whatever like that, and they feel guilty. This is not about guilt. We, I'm here to pray with you and help you. Let's get it together. Let's find an alternative to get you cleaned out if you're having certain issues, you know. That's all I am saying, you know. I'm not trying to dissuade you or persuade you. I just, I'm just telling you to just learn more about your body and don't deny the truth anymore, what's really happening, okay? God bless you all. Before I go, I give the person that's never trusted and gave his heart to Christ. This is your chance. This is your chance to trust Jesus Christ as your Savior by believing in what he done on the cross. His death, his burial, and his resurrection. According to 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. Get saved. Accept Christ in your heart and believe what he done. And after you're saved, then, according to 2 Timothy 204, start learning. Start coming to the knowledge of the truth. Godly, biblical truth. Not denominational truth. Bible truth. I'm saying it again. Not denominational or your traditional church truth. I'm talking about the Bible truth. You know, it's too much garbage out there on YouTube. You know, I'm not saying I know all things. I'm not saying I'm going to have things, but I'm not dealing with the nonsense anymore. You know, I'm going to stand on your word. I'm going to go with that, you know. Okay. God bless you all. This is Joseph Brownlee of Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee of Body of Christ Real Talk. Get prepared because I'm, I'm finna put some things on this podcast that uh, might be shocking to some and some people might know and some people go ignore it and some people might not listen to my podcast or whatever or some people say oh I know all that already so whether you know it or not it's still your responsibility to get some information out there I'm not saying going out there hold up signs or whatever like that if you do that yeah that's cool that's what you do but I'm saying whether you know it or not don't stand in your corner and just say oh we need to pray and whatever like that, you know, and talking about everybody that does it. No, do something. Get some information out there. You don't have to spend the rest of your life doing that. But at least try to get information out there to people to get them prepared so they won't run into the shock factor when they go to stores and certain things and they wonder why they are, they are turned back around or why this is required. And they don't know nothing about that because they keep focused on the mainstream media and they don't have no all kind of alternative news. Sometimes we body of Christ is the only alternative news they're going to know about or the only alternative news they're going to find out about just like the bible sometimes you're the only bible some people are going to hear when it comes to truth 
sometimes rightly dividing the way I teach the Bible and others teach the Bible. Some people will not even hear this way or how the Bible really supposed to be taught unless I get it out there and others get it out there. They'll be stuck in their denomination, the way of thinking and the way their minds are transformed. They need to be retransformed into the truth of God and retransformed what's really going on around them, you know. God bless you all. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Love y'all. Stay tuned for my future podcast. I'm going to be doing some series on some of the effects of this jabbing and poking. God bless you all. Love you all. Bye-bye. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.